This afternoon, I had two baptisms here. The first one was at 1 o'clock, and the second one was at 2.30. So as we were gathering for the 1 o'clock baptism for a beautiful girl named Bree, uh, people were walking, all walking down towards Cook Park, because there was a, a gathering there today. To, um, you know what I'm talking about, the gathering over recent events that had taken place. And you could see people walking peacefully and respectfully down there. So then at 2.30, we had Drew, or um, not Joshua, a beautiful little boy, not little, big boy. And um, he was getting baptized. And at that time, uh, people were walking down Milwaukee Avenue and they were chanting and holding up placards. And it was very dignified. It was very peaceful and seemed very respectful. So I found it uh, quite amazing, the contrast uh, between what I was experiencing in here and what they were experiencing out there. Here we were creating a relationship between these children and God. There, it was the beginning of a new relationship, the beginning of a relationship with Christ. Whereas outside, people were lamenting a broken relationship. And uh, they were angry and upset that relationships had broken down. So you had a contrast between uh, the creation of relationships and the sadness over a broken relationship. And that historically, how relationships had been broken uh, over many, many years. And as I reflected on that, and as I reflected on Trinity Sunday, there is no better antidote, there is no better message that could be proclaimed in today's world than that of the Blessed Trinity. It is so relevant, it is frightening. And when we look at our faith tradition, especially those of our mystics, and, and see the emphasis that they put on relationship, it is, it is, it is amazing. St. Teresa of Avila says that relationships within a community are a more profound sign of, a per, of, of God's presence than even the heights of mystical prayer. Now that is an amazing statement to make for a woman who is a doctor of the church and was herself a mystic. And when you talk about the heights of mystical prayer, it is a person like Teresa of Avila encountering Christ face to face. And for her to say that relationships that exist in a community are a more true sign of God's presence than the heights of mystical prayer. St. Ignatius of Loyola had a mystical experience himself, and his mystical experience was that of the Trinity. And they say that it was so profound and shaped him so much that when he was saying Mass, even the very simple act of making the sign of the cross 
he would break down into tears of profound joy and peace. Such was his encounter of the, the, the Trinity. And that is something we do so, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. It's something we do so quickly. But there is, the, the, the beautiful word is, the Trinity is a mystery. That, that doesn't mean that it is something we can't know. But it, it, by saying it is a mystery, it is something that we are invited to enter into more and more and more. It is the Trinity, if we want to enter more into it, we have to look at Christ. Because the dynamics of the Trinity were the dynamics of Christ. And they have to become our dynamics as well because they are the DNA of all creation. Because if God created everything, then the DNA of God is in everything. And we see, first of all, when we talk about God the Father, we're talking about our interconnectedness. The God that Jesus worshipped was a God who existed in equal relationships. Relationships and equality among all people. So the interconnectedness of God in the Trinity was an interconnectedness of equality. There was no I without a we. God's existence is a existence of relationship and a relationship of equality. And that is what we are invited to live. We do not exist independently. We exist because we are a we, because we are one with God and we are one with all creation. And we are invited to make the dynamic of God equality, the dynamic of how we relate to all people in the world, irrespective of who they are. Our relationship should be one of absolute equality. The second dynamic of the Trinity, usually revealed in the Son, the Father, the Son, is that of interdependence. And that is where we are to look at Christ and see how he lived interdependence in his life. We all know that in word and deed, when somebody was um, removed from society in any way, or removed from community, his whole goal was to restore the people of Israel, to make them a community of faith once again. That is why when the sick were left outside and the lepers, he healed them. When somebody was caught in sinfulness and or in shame, he forgave them. If you want to, you can heal me. His words are, of course I want to be healed. Your sins are forgiven you. So what Jesus was doing was bringing people back into community bringing them back into um, seeking always the common good for all people. 
Jesus was one who, who created and worked for the common good for all people. And that included the sharing of resources that are the property of all people. Because everything in the world is gift. And that is what God is calling us to do. There should be no deprivation. There is no deprivation in the Trinity. There was no deprivation in the way Jesus related to people. And there should be no deprivation in the world in which we live in today. It is something that is, not, that is completely unnecessary. The last aspect of the Trinity is that of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is, is the creative force of God in the world. We know at the beginning of creation, the Holy Spirit hovered over and brought forth creation. Likewise, what we are invited to do, uh, the, 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 the community, the Trinity, the Father and the Son, they overflow in, in overflowing in goodness towards all of creation. And that we are invited to be part of that in doing good, in doing good for other people, especially those who are vulnerable in any way. We are called to, uh, Pope Benedict puts it beautifully when he says that the communication of love creates a communion of love. And that is uh, what we are invited to do. We share in the work of the Holy Spirit when we, we share goodness in the world in which we live in. So the message of the Trinity is a very profound message. It is to bring about a world where there is no domination, no discrimination, and no deprivation. And it is a world that celebrates interconnectedness and interdependence and self-giving. So the Trinity is something that we should reflect on very profoundly these days. Jesus made the dynamics of the Trinity the dynamics of his life. And we, as disciples of Christ, are called upon to make the dynamics of the Trinity the dynamics of our life as well.